0: hi there today on typical books it is a bit of a halloween hangover haul halloween has come and gone i had a lot of fun we didn't go out too too much and we certainly didn't celebrate halloween like as in giving out candy but we celebrated in our own way by traveling a little tiny bit to some local haunts no pun intended and picking up a bunch of books along the way on my behalf and of course just celebrating halloween cheer i've got quite a few photos and a little bit of video and books to talk about i'll start out with this nondescript looking tome there was a book sale at my work just recently actually so i'm going kind of jumping around in time here but this is night shift by stephen king and it isn't a collectible edition necessarily and i don't know if it's a book club edition in the back on the page that typically has a code for first editions it just says a a but it is a really well cared for double day edition in this plain gray there was no dust jacket of course which would have made it cost more than the two dollars I paid for it so I don't know I'm pretty happy with having this I already have a copy in paperback of Night Shift it's one of my favorite collections though and almost all these stories have been turned into films or movies or short films or part of collection anthologies or what have you. But yeah Night Shift by Stephen King. What a neat find for very inexpensive. At that exact same sale I ended up getting this very pristine edition of Aberat by Clive Barker. It's a sort of a children's fantasy tale from what I understand. I've never read it and I'm not really sure why there this is chock full of artwork and if you love clive barker then you no doubt love his art as i do and it is whimsical colorful i'm very interested to read this and again it looks like it's a hardly used not even cracked gorgeous edition that was also like two dollars very inexpensive so i was very pleased to find this really wonderful copy of Aberat, and it has here the Canadian price was $20 so this was probably bought when it was new when it debuted. so this is probably like its first run but yeah Clive Barker's Aberat very pleased with this find and although that's not very Halloweeny is it uh at my work there were some decorations here and there scattered around and it just set the tone for the time to come where we headed off to Merrickville and before I talk about the one book I bought in Merrickville at the Merrickville Book Emporium. I will talk about some of the books that I read. Like I said, I'm jumping around in time. The book that I read on my Halloween vacation to my hometown North Bay. And that was Dog Meat by Priscilla Bettis It is going to be released tomorrow. So, yes, you'll see it on the next video too because I'm going to do a video about new horror books coming out for autumn, late autumn 2022, and Dog Meat is on there. I enjoyed this very much, and it goes along well with the other book I'm reading, The Butcher. But this is a dystopian look at a place called The Colony, which I'm not really clear on where it is. I'm guessing like Micronesia or something. It could be South America, even though it's really hard for me to pinpoint where this takes place. And they speak in a dialect that is unique to The Colony. Now, The Colony is one of those very 1984 Brave New World sort of places where your job is dictated by the dictators and by your placement test and our lead character ward has failed his placement test for lack of a better word and he is a dog slaughterer because dog meat is on the menu now this could be taken by some people as an extreme book because of its subject matter and it does have some very extreme gruesome scenes at the end it's a short novella so if you like your very very dark horror in very short spurts this is a really good contender and it does tread lightly when it comes to the animals here as well although there is animal brutality they are nevertheless eating dog meat and it is one of those specialty items so if you enjoy those stories where people are cannibalized for specialty menus then you may enjoy dog meat it also deals with that very human feeling about what it is that he's doing and the torture that is inflicted not only on these animals but other people around him a very dark very well written wonderful story so definitely check out dog meat by Priscilla Bettis and if you're interested in how I received this copy on a previous video I had an unboxing because this was sent in dog meat fashion and a little bit of a dog meat sandwich here i will talk about a book i dnf'd i rarely dnf books because i choose books i want to read or are excited about and i'm pretty choosy when it comes to books there could be three or usually four books on the patrons poll but this wasn't a poll pick this wasn't anyone influencing me outside of the buzz online for the love and hate that people had for this book and it was manhunt i didn't get very far into it it's just not for me the subject matter the politicism uh, the characters are people that i probably wouldn't follow on twitter and just not interested in uh, this if it gets better if you've read manhunt and you loved it let me know if it does get better if it gets less politically charged and if everyone's trying to grandstand because that's what i felt that the uh, description of the characters and their motivations at the beginning say the first like 40 pages it was just not for me so if you think that it probably would be for me if I just push through let me know in the comments so far it's my DNF of the year that means it was a pretty good year and it gets better we have poking holes by Juan Valentia and now I am very excited to read this if you know Juan then you'll know why Juan is the father of Plagued by Visions one of the best booktube channels as far as extreme horror and uh, transgressive and dark literature so yes Juan has his first collection out very excited congratulations I started reading the first story and I'm just going to finish reading The Butcher and then read this so yeah poking holes so I traveled through Merrickville and we picked up a book we always go to this bookstore there's often other horror there and i found some really good stuff before there wasn't a lot of horror to be had and i think it's because it was getting close to halloween and everyone was scooping up all the horror but this particular book jumped into my arms Diary of a Drug Fiend and other works by Aleister Crowley now this is a gorgeous tome it was $20 which I think is a steal considering it doesn't have the price here does it well it still says $20 but it was probably a lot more expensive if I were to go to the bookstore and try and buy this particular version today it is gorgeous and hardly read I think that the only portion that was read out of this is the book of the law but it is so gorgeous I could not resist definitely nice to have some collected Aleister Crowley in the house instead of having it on ebooks. I have a lot of Aleister Crowley stuff in digital format but yeah this is a really good addition to our home and a steal I think at $20 for this really pristine edition and it is slightly illustrated here and there throughout not uh, in the form of ritual and things like that But if you're familiar with Aleister Crowley you would think that there would be some more of that, but no. Aleister Crowley was a living contradiction, a shameless self-publicist. He reveled in shocking polite society and living up to his image as the wickedest man in the world. And yet, for all his baiting of those he despised and goading of those he considered his intellectual inferiors, he professed and exhibited a profound understanding of practical magic which few occultists of his era could equal. Diary of a Drug Fiend very very nice addition at that. I'm very excited to dig in. While in Merrickville, we stopped at a little gelato place and enjoyed some delicious gelato and I had a really nice americano or did I have a latte? I'm such a latte fan, but typically at this place that we go for gelato, it is an americano I choose to keep the sweetness of the gelato at bay but yeah gorgeous gorgeous place and they were really decked out for fall as usual this is a franchise in the local area called Stella Luna and they're very gorgeous interiors but a lot of people have taken offense to them because apparently they were supporters of the convoy but I still love their gelato I mean their political alignments really don't change the taste of their food and the gorgeous decor so I still go and I still enjoy and especially around this time of year even though it doesn't seem to be gelato season for most it's gelato season for me in between all that the most recent edition of Rue Morgue showed up which I'm going to be reading on my break today I've only flipped through it but I'm going to actually be digesting it but yeah whenever I do a haul I like to include a Rue Morgue magazine if it's that time of year and it is this time of year with this gorgeous cover. Our Halloween excursions then took us to Saunders Farm. I've been so excited to go to a bona fide haunt and this is a haunt that has been in the Ottawa area for about 30 years. If you're interested in seeing more my friend Andy Negative did a music video here and it's sort of cell phone shot music video. If you want to see more I've got quite a few still pictures and only one video that my husband shot because I was just experiencing this and it's really hard to shoot photos when you're trying to shuffle along through these haunts and get scared but it starts out with a hayride which was harrowing because it seems to be going at 50 miles an hour and twisty turny through the woods not a typical hayride at all and it was really cool very theatrical the whole layout was fun it was nice to walk around just a wonderful fall jaunt it's like a Christmas market but for horror fans so I really enjoyed it. it was super fun and it starts out with this little walk through these coffins and things and that's where the video is shot so I'll show a bit of the people screaming in the background to you now So yeah, I jumped at least twice. I wasn't screaming like these people, and I think a lot of them are younger kids, so they're screaming for show to a certain extent but there were definitely scared people in there and there was this really cool bookish area where they had all of these books piled up and fanned out and it was just so cool and creepy and i wanted to get photos of it but it just wasn't working so it's gorgeous it's absolutely cool that one area of the barn haunt i really loved it i love the shambles where there are all kinds of weird pig-headed people around the scare actors are quite menacing in that area and they are all wielding sledgehammers and there's a lot of corrugated metal for them to bang on really cool a really cool place but that bookish area with that writing desk I just absolutely loved was very me otherwise there's just a lot of pumpkin-y goodness to be had around Saunders farm it's a working farm there's buildings from the 1800s and just a gorgeous place to get your Halloween spirit rolling and of course I had a lot of photos of the pumpkins because they were so pretty now, this isn't a normal thing, but we did stop for some pumpkin beer. It has been three years since we went out for a drink, and the last time it was pumpkin beer at this Clock Tower Brew Pub here in Ottawa, and I really love this pumpkin beer. It doesn't seem to taste as pumpkin y as before. It's very heavy on the nutmeg, and you can see the nutmeg floating across the top. But it is just a wonderful beer. It's not too heavy, not too light, just a great lager type beer. I'm not very big on my beer vocabulary but it is a really wonderful fall beer really enjoyed that and there were some decorations around the town so I took some photos of some of the things on the bridgehead coffee shop billboard and just some of the really cool pumpkiny things that were around the corner and then it was off to North Bay there is a little snapshot here of a billboard and you may be like okay is this an accidental photo well of course I'm driving I'm trying to pay attention to the road and I wanted to take a photo of this billboard because it is for Minnow Trap. Now this is a horror book written by a Northern Ontario author who has now passed so rest in peace Brian Horick. He wrote Minnow Trap, Minnow Trap 2 and Frozen Beneath and he went on a huge billboard campaign to advertise these because they were all self-published and from what I understand he had a garage full of these books and he was one of the very first like self-published entrepreneurial authors that i'd ever encountered and people thought it was odd it was really odd back then because there were no other authors doing what he was doing and i wrote a little blog post so i'll leave a link to that below and i always wondered like have they taken these billboards down but no there's still minnow trap billboards in northern ontario it's crazy equally crazy was finding a richard lehman book that i didn't have at Allison the bookman in my hometown my favorite bookstore with a huge horror display. I took a photo of the top and bottom it's not the best photo I've taken better photos of their horror section but it just gets bigger it seems all the time. If you're looking for weird classic paperbacks and you're in Ontario pop by Allison in North Bay because they have a pretty good collection. And some duplicates of some rarities, so I think that's kind of cool. Layman's Fiends, this is a headline edition, so the UK edition, and I have to double check to see if it had another title. I stood in the bookstore about 15 minutes going through my lists of layman books that I have, lists of layman books that have alternate titles, lists of layman books that are very hard to find, and this wasn't on any of them. So I'll have to find out if Fiends had a different title. I also found a copy of Brian Keene's Dead Sea this has been recommended to me other Brian Keane has been recommended to me and I really want to read the complex that's the one I've been looking for but yeah Dead Sea apparently is great so I'm looking forward to checking this out as far as Brian Keane and adding to my Brian Keane collection found a copy of the runes by Scott Smith now this is a little bit of a step back I think I'm not sure what you call this like a French flat but it's like a die cut flat Uh, just gorgeous little well not little it's a girthy paperback of the runes. so I'm very happy to have that Uh, I've been keeping my eye out for a decent copy and it's in really good repair they had a couple copies of it there too so if you're looking for a copy of the runes like this one they have another copy at the very least. And another recommendation, William Hope Hodgins, The House on the Borderland. This is something that many people are surprised I haven't read. So very much looking forward to this classic. And I really like this design. There are other classics with this yellow jacket and uh, I might be collecting a few of those. So that was that for our Halloween adventures. And now I have a Halloween hangover like so many other people. I just want it to keep on going. So if you're like me, you stock up on books around Halloween I'm going to have a huge list of many books that feature Halloween or have been released over October the beginning of November including Dog Meat by Priscilla Battis and we'll have a little Halloween joke here I have a Halloween card I have another Halloween card from Regina but this one is from a family member do I wish you a happy Halloween says this mummy of course I do get it corpse of corpse I do of corpse I do I love this of corpse I do and with that thank you so much for hanging out today and of course happy belated Halloween what did you get up to for your Halloween adventures and did you pick up any ghoulish tomes? definitely let me know what you've been reading in the comments below and if there's anything you think I ought to be reading or if you think that I ought to give Manhunt another chance let me know in the comments and thank you so much for watching Have an ookie, spooky day.